Mary. Half the town was there. Where are they now? Gone. Every bleeding one of them, except thee and me. It's been a bad winter. It's not only that, Cyril. It's psychological. People have a habit of doing as their friends do. You mean, keeping up with the Joneses? Keeping down with the Joneses would be a better way of putting it. I mean, it mightn't occur to them that they were thinking about it, but deep, deep down, as deep that there's no knowing it's there, they want to do as the rest of them. If you're part of a close group, you don't want to be an outsider. I stopped to think about this for a bit, then I said, You didn't mean that because old Harry died, you'd like to do the same, do you, George? Of course not, at least not consciously. But there's the subconscious. You know what the subconscious is, don't you? The part of the conscious that isn't. No, that's the unconscious. The subconscious is the part of the mind that thinks on the quiet. It has ideas of its own without you ever knowing it. Without you knowing it? Yes. Then there's the superconscious. It worries about things you'd like to forget about. Like bills and things? Yes, things like that. Then there's the id. The id? The id, I-D, id, and the ego. All very complicated psychology, but if you don't know psychology, you don't know what's happening to you. You don't, do you? Not without psychology. No. There was the time when a fellow was well set up in this world if he could read and write. But not today. No, not today. He'll get nowhere without psychology. As long as George kept talking, I could keep Harry from the mind. But as soon as he stopped, he was almost there with us, with his big white face and sad grey watery eyes. It got very cold again towards night. When I got back to my room, I remembered that I'd forgotten to mend my paraffin stove. It was like a cellar, so cold that the air hit you like a wall. I lit the gas stove and put the kettle on, but that didn't help much. The window frames were shaky, so even with my heating full on, the cold still came in. I made myself a cup of tea, took off me overclothes, put on pyjamas over me underclothes, and a sweater over me pyjamas, and a balaclava helmet, and I was ready for bed. A man's best friend is his bed. As long as he could get in and out as he wants, I had a little table by me bed where I kept my books and papers and the glass for me teeth. I had a wireless there too and a little tray for me tea. In fact, if it wasn't for my sewage problems, I had everything I needed in the world within arm's reach. I had been feeling a little sorry for myself trudging homewards through the slush, but now, sitting up in bed, I could count my blessings. There was my room, big, with two windows and a fine view of the street. There was the earthenware cat on the mantelpiece. I had a sink and a gas ring behind a fancy screen, though it was getting a bit less fancy because it had caught fire once or twice. The fireplace had been closed up with hardboard, but I decorated it with a picture of Her Majesty the Queen wearing the most noble order of the garter. The ceiling was covered with fancy plaster, leaves, fruit and what not, which sometimes came snowing down on top of me. But if I was too tired to do anything else... I could lie on my back for hours and imagine the shapes do all sorts of things. I also have a big leather armchair stuffed with horsehair. 
The horsehair can be a bit ticklish if you've got a sensitive bottom. But George fancies it no end and plonks himself there with every chance he gets. In fact, I think there's something on between him and that chair. I once caught him on it with his trousers off. Then there's me wireless. I've had it for twenty-seven years, and I no longer get any of the fancy stations like Radio Luxembourg. But the home and light come through loud and clear, and especially the home, which is good enough for me. And it's mine, with everything paid for, even the license. There's my friends, not many now, but the older a fella gets, the fewer he needs. I still had the Christmas cards they sent me on the mantelpiece, on either side of the earthenware cat, all robins and holly, one from George, one from Mrs. McConaughey, my landlady, and one from old Harry. Poor old Harry. We were in the ARP.